Panoply, Panorama, Panpipe, Pansy, Aha, Pansexual, Knowing No Boundaries of Sex or Gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855 AM digital and 3cr.org.au. going forward on 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand. Out of the pan with Sally, first broadcasting noon to one every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. 
And 3CR very proudly broadcasts from the lands of the original inhabitants, uh, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, and we pay respects to elders past, present and emerging. There's lots of ways to get in touch with the show, um, and you can do that on out of the pan 855 at gmail.com, SMS 61456. 751215. You can tweet at Sal Gold said so, and that's the bottom line. And still um, in wrestling mode after um, New Japan Pro Wrestling last weekend. And look for the posts on Facebook on 3CR 855 AM um, Melbourne, out of the pan at 3CR 855 AM Melbourne, and on my page, um, Sally Goldner. Two fabulous guests on the show today at half past 12. We'll be talking with Akash about. Um, the release of some videos talking trans and intersectionality, which was a, a great project that got underway earlier this year. But um, close at hand, I have on the line um, someone who's really popping in there for the trans community. We've got two critical grassroots issues in a way on the show today. Ro is on the line to talk about a fantastic event next Sunday. Welcome to 3CR, Ro. Thanks, Sally. Good to be here. Good to have you on, and just as always, we like to introduce um, each other's pronouns. Mine are she, her. What are yours? Uh, mine are also she, her. It's a she, her moment, um, but of course, <laughs> all genders welcome, and particularly next Sunday at um, three o'clock, you're organising an event where all genders who are supportive of trans and gender diverse people and families are welcome. Tell us about what you've got planned. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, everyone's welcome, and the more the better <laughs> is obviously... Always the plan. Um, what I've got planned is basically uh, an afternoon of celebrating trans and gender diverse folk. Yep. Uh, and with a, basically that are, that's our key message. We're celebrating ourselves. We're celebrating that we are an integral and intended part of the general community, just like everyone else is. And, um, and unfortunately, from marriage equality, well, before marriage equality, but especially at the marriage equality campaign, we saw the trans community targeted fairly bluntly and has continued to be so since then, and um, which is not great for us, as you can yeah. imagine. Um, but whilst a lot of the more traditionally homophobic rhetoric has um, lessened, um, obviously it's a little bit different at the moment with the freedom of religion stuff going on, mm. but, but which obviously we need to stand against that as well. But I think what's happening for uh, trans and gender diverse focus, we've seen a constant barrage of media standing against us for a significant amount of time on a regular basis. And so I think it's time that we stand up and say, hey, here we are, we're just people. And um, we're going to celebrate ourselves. And while we're at it, we're going to affirm the government's legislation and call on the, the politicians all politicians to support that legislation and we're going to talk about why that's important and what the difference that's going to make to our lives. Absolutely. So, um, you know, let, um, let's expand. There's lots of to expand on in there, but, um, mm. yes, yeah, we are going to talk about it. Um, you're lining up speakers or have been and maybe still are. Who have you got um, at least locked in at this stage to talk to us about why it's, so, why it's important? Yeah, awesome. So, so far we've got locked in a few people and my plan is to have as diverse bunch of people speaking as possible um, so that, which is like, I'm, I mean, I know I heard you talk about a cash coming in to talk about intersectionality and that's a real passion for me too. Mm -hmm. So, um, but, but who we've got locked in at the moment, we've got Georgie Stone locked in. Oh, yes. Um, which I'm really happy to, <laughs> happy yeah. to have Georgie come uh, as a, you know, someone that has done so much for our community um, in terms of the changes in the legal situation, yeah. accessing services is just fantastic. Um, but as well as that, we've got a couple of um, people of colour speaking. We've got Anastasia Lee and Amata, I've forgotten the rest of their name, um, who's a Pacific Islander trans person. So they're coming to speak. We've got a couple of disability, disability uh, trans and gender-diverse folk who are um, still locking in exactly who they are, but um, we've got a couple of those. And as well, we have uh, an Indigenous trans woman, Laura McLean, who is going to... Um, she's going to acknowledge country for us, but also talk about her own some, something of her own journey um, and the importance of that. So, yeah, and I'll probably say a few words myself, but, <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, I'm still locking a few more speakers in, still tying a few down, but... 
Um, my um, grand plan is to have a bunch of speakers talking about um, their lives, why it's great to be a trans person and why it should be celebrated. And, um, and to kind of try and nudge the dial um, around the rhetoric and the narrative that's out there. Yep. No, definitely. That's a great range. And it's Amayo, um, I must admit, I'm not good with names at the best of times. So Amayo Leo Tolu, as the, per the Facebook name. Um, yeah. Um, so that's all right. We can forget them because um, who am I again? Anyway, but, um, you know, and no, look, it is very, <clears throat> very important that we have a diverse range of speakers. So you've got um, a, a range of ages, um, cultural backgrounds, countries of origin or places of origin, regions of origin. Um, and disabilities, and these, you know, um, you know, I sometimes, in a nice way, feel that as a middle middle cohort of age white binary trans woman, I'm happily old hat in the trans community. Well, that, <laughs> that's good because that means maybe we are getting somewhere. But you're quite right; we've got to get this um, game played on our field, and I think that has been a challenge. Um, a small warning just before I came on here, and there does seem like there's a va- a veil a vaguely veiled threat against us from um, someone in the Sunday Age in the opinion pages, but I had an opinion piece there a few months ago, so I suppose they've got to be balanced. But yeah. um, this is the sort of thing we have to fight back and be really assertive about, which is challenging. Um, but I think it's great also, you know, you talk about the positives, and it was, I mean, this is something that we do need to talk about and how valu- mm-hmm. valued we are as part of society and humanity. And it's great you've got a diverse range of voices doing that because we do need more of it. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It's just so important because just like every part of the community, we're a diverse bunch of people. Yeah, well, well, that's the thing. They might see a middle-class, middle-cohort-of-age white binary trans woman who's always had a roof over her head, etc. But Mm. is that um, sort of, um, you know, sort of going to be the whole caboodle of course it's not so yep good to have lots of voices there um so in terms of the you know the legislation that's been proposed is now at second reading stage in the lower house parliament's gone off for winter um sleepy i can understand that that lots of people would want to stay under the doona for a bit at the moment but um due back in august is the earliest where we'll get start the bill progressing through hopefully through both houses of parliament um you know if you if yeah, but let me put it in your own words. Um, if you had a message for politicians across the the spectrum in both houses, what you know, just let's get that clearly on the board. Um, what would you like to say to them? I'll, I'll say with tongue in cheek, politely and positively. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's a really important question. I think um, you know I've talked to a few people, and there's, there, there is a belief in the government that they have the numbers, but one can never be short mm. assured of that, and. Um, as we saw with the marriage equality legislation in the federal parliament, we saw almost all of the house um, of, of houses get behind it. Yes, we saw amendments, but when it came to the vote, we did see the majority of our members saying, "Yes, this is an important this is an important piece of legislation, and we should forget about our party political lines and um, and factions and all those things, and let's actually." get behind this because this makes a difference to people's lives. And I see this legislation as a really similar thing. I mean, for for many, many trans people are not able to have a birth certificate with the correct gender on there listed on it for, for reasons about process and, and things and the, the requirement for um, particular surgical procedures to have occurred. Now, um, not all trans people seek those surgeries, some for reasons of choice and some for reasons of access. And so to not be able to have one's ID on a, on a document, that that's just not good enough. Um, it's not good enough to have to um, put yourself into a place where you could place yourself in danger because you're being outed because your document doesn't match everything else. So I think that's a, a really important thing that we need our politicians to get behind. I mean, I can't imagine that they that many many of those members would like to have to present their their identification, say, to renew their passport and and to be placed in a situation where they then have to explain why is it that their driver's license says one thing and their birth certificate says something else. So I think it's it's a really really important thing. And, um, Whilst it may seem like a small thing to some, it's actually a, 
a really huge thing that will make a tangible difference in trans people's lives. To be able to carry a document or produce a document that is in line with who you are, I think is a really important thing. I think the second part of that is also the the changes for non-binary folk. Yeah, yeah. Um, to enable non-binary folk to have a non-binary identifier on their birth certificate, I think that's really important to have some... I think it gives... Um, some affirmation and some, um, some, I guess, public sphere legitimacy to their identity. We see so much about, we've seen so much about so-called radical gender theory and gender fluidity comments, particularly by the right side of um, politics, and that has very much sought to make a mockery of um, non-binary and gender, mm-hmm. gender diverse folk. And it's, I think, this gives. Um, not that they should need legitimacy, but I think it does give them le- legitimacy. And they can say, yes, this this is a genuine thing. This is who I am. Stop trying to make fun of me. Stop trying to um, dismiss who I am. Um, this this is really important. So I think it um, I think it's really nice to see the legislation addressing both of those issues together. Yeah. And, and no, no. I think, yeah. Look, lots of things in there. I'm just going to chip in with a, two personal stories and then one that came from a colleague. Um, you know, a few years ago when Transgender Victoria started a discussion group, I was a volunteer for that role. I had to get a working with children's check. I was out and about and thought, oh, there's a post office on the way home. Just pop in there, get tick, tick that off the to-do list. And then I've got to walk up to a counter and have a, throw a birth certificate across that says, Sally Goldner, male, I've outed myself, increased anxiety. So, you know, that sort of thing could stop someone being involved in the community when they have lots of skills, as well as, you know, paid positions in any capacity. Um, also, um, I've got to say in terms of affirmation, I know when I got my passport four years ago, the first one is my female self, and just to see it with an F, totally get that. It's just that sense of, all. You know, I am being recognised for who I am. And one that comes from a colleague, a trans man, and his another trans man friend, similar on the working with children's check. I mean, they've got, you know, beards and they go in in suits. I know that's a bit gender stereotypical, but, you know, they went into the post office to do their working with children's check and had to hand over birth certificates that still said female. And there was this, the post office clerk was looking in almost disbelief and, oh, you're liars or something. So this is the sort of thing that could ha- that happens. And if we can change it, it just saves a whole heap of time and stress and unnecessary explanations. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it might seem to, to cis folk that have never had this issue, it might seem like we're getting all excited and passionate about something that's not very important, but it actually really is. It actually does have an impact on our lives. Yeah, no, look, definitely, definitely so. It does have a, a huge um, impact, and I think that once cisgender people start putting themselves in their shoes, thinking, oh, gosh, I can sail through these day-to-day things that I might need to do, um, another one was the story of someone who was in a competitive um, situation for a job, needed to do a quick online police check. Documents didn't match. Sorry, manual yeah. check needed. Wait two weeks, miss the job. Um, yeah. Whereas if you can do it online, um, well, you're in, you know, within the 45 minutes like everyone else, you're in the market. So it only perpetuates yeah, exactly. the unemployment we know. So there's lots of these stories. And I think once people just stop and do a little bit of walk a mile in our shoes of whatever gender stereotype they might be, people get the idea that, oh, these are things that aren't right. So we certainly want trans and gender diverse people, families and cisgender people, cisgender allies to cisgender people whose sense of gender identity matches the expectations of their body at birth and that sort of thing, to come along and be supportive. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, my, my, I think my message is, to, is very much to people that, that ask me is, Pick up your rainbow flag, your trans flag, your non-binary flag, your bi flag, whichever flag it, it happens to be, and rock on down to Parliament House because the trans and gender diverse community need some. We need some feet on the ground. We need some feet on the ground, like we needed, like marriage equality needed feet on the ground. We needed the community to see that this is a valid and intended and 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 wonderful part of our wider community, and we need to support. And we and we need to support them. We need our allies to stand up and put their feet on the ground like they did through marriage equality. And we certainly need our gay and lesbian um, siblings to do the same. Um, and I think that's... I know... I, I recognise that our community is tired. Marriage equality took a lot out of us. But we also need to recognise that our journey to equality is certainly not finished. 
and um, there's still lots to do. Yes, marriage equality was a huge it was a huge win for our community, absolutely. But that doesn't mean it was the end. And we need to let, pick up your flag, rock up, and um, rock up. Hear some hear some great stories, celebrate with some people, and show the wider community, show our media that that the trans community is not your whipping post. Absolutely, that we you know, that, deserve. That are, we are an integral and and uh, intended and wonderful part of the wider community that makes up the, the beautiful diversity of humanity. Yep, for sure. So um, the question is then the sort of, well, we've discussed who, so it's sort of when, where, how um, is this event happening, celebrating trans and gender diverse Victorians? Yeah, so we're rocking up to Parliament House Steps um, at 3 o'clock and um, on next Sunday, the 14th of July, which also, I discovered, happens to be International Non-Binary Persons Day. Oh! Um, so that was a nice little dovetail into the, in together. So we're um, we're going to do that. We're just going to gather. We're, it's not a protest. It's a celebration. I think that's a really important point to make. Um, we're not protesting our, a government who's actually trying to do something that will be in our benefit. We're actually affirming the government for doing that. Um, and we're cel- celebrating ourselves and, it, uh, and a show of who we are, show off celebration and affirmation so we're going to gather we'll probably have some chants and we'll hear some speeches and that's pretty much it. it's reasonably low-key but just a show of numbers really um no march none of that just a gathering at the steps hearing some wonderful voices and some great stories and then um going back on about our lives really it's that's pretty much it Sounds good to me. Um, um, yeah, look, I think that's a really good thing um, for sure that we you have it. I, again, I totally, you know, we do, have, there are lots of challenges that we face, but um, it is good that I think we, some, we balance that out with some positives. So this is a very positive thing. There is one other thing that we need to mention that you're organising this off your own bat and there are some costs involved. There is um, a crowd crowdfunding um, that you can hop onto as well, if I have it right? There is, there is. Um, yeah, pretty much I'm, uh, this week I'm going to get some posters up on um, telegraph poles and that kind of thing. So there's some printing costs to cover and, you know, getting those things printed aren't that cheap and want to print out. And I'm going to develop a little kind of a handout flyer to just have on hand on the day to hand to people um, with some key facts around why this is important. Um so yeah, that's pretty much the cost that not to cover. So they're not huge costs. Um, if I have excess, I plan to donate any excess funds off to um, trans and gender diverse specific um, organisations such as um, Transgender Victoria. Um, so that um, you know, you know, you can't, it's hard to ascertain how much cost, how much you need to actually spend before you spend it so um and sometimes you know i I wouldn't want to have a situation where suddenly people had donated money and it didn't actually go to the right cause so that's certainly my my plan and if you search on facebook for the event it's just called celebrating trans and gender diverse victorians um that's all the details of the event are there and in the discussion part of that feed is a link to the gofundme um rather than trying to read out the whole link, because <laughs> you know what yeah. links can be like. They can be rather long. But, yeah, you know, so... Or, again, if you were to search on GoFundMe Trans and Gender Diverse Melbourne Rally, you'd probably find that's it. That's it, yep. No, that's the go. So make sure, if you can, um, every buckaroo counts. Um, I might have a fund a fund saving tip for you. So just um, assume, once we clear the interview, hang online for hang on the phone for a second. I might be able to help there. Um, but I just don't want to mention it on air. Not that it's corrupt. People of all genders. Um, <laughs> and no, not I don't have the way to hack into Rupert Murdoch's bank account just yet. But um, not that I'm really trying either. But um, seriously, um, if you can um, support. Um, that campaign, the GoFundMe, that's awesome. And I will be hopping down there with you um, next Saturday, uh, next Sunday, I beg your pardon, after the um, after the show. Um, so and we'll give a mention again as well. So awesomeness. Ro, thanks for organising it, most of all. We do need all sorts of positivity out there, which I think is really needed. 
and great that there's such a great room to speakers. So yeah, next Sunday, um, and that's three p.m. start time or gathering time or no drag time or something at um, Steps yeah, of Parliament much. House. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see lots of us there, um, trans and gender diverse and allies of all sorts, all sorts of rainbowish flags. Um, Ro, thanks hugely for organising and um, for coming on the show on this Sunday. Thanks for having me. Good one. Ro, who's organising the um, Celebrating Trans and Gender Diverse Gathering next Sunday, 3pm on the steps of Parliament House. Um, bring your rainbow-coloured umbrellas, I suppose, as well, because it's Melbourne in winter, just to be sure to be sure. All right, we opened up appropriately enough with Goanna today. Stand your ground. Um, it's always a good thing, um, whatever you're planning to do, the words of, words of the cosmic nomads, to be still alive. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. I spent three and a half years living on the street and I know what it's like to have no hope and not to feel part of the society and I think that's where a lot of these people are. But I think we need to help people who are traumatised and help people get back on their feet and give them hope and help them um, feel like they're a part of the society again instead of just moving them on like they're an inconvenience. 
if it were not for ruminations, how would the views of those of us who have been homeless or are homeless, how would these views ever be aired? How would they ever be expressed? Subscribe to the station that gives airtime to people with a lived experience of homelessness. Support 3CR. Absolutely. 3CR, 855am. <clears throat> 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. We're halfway through the, the show at around um, 12.30. I just thought I'd be old-fashioned and do a time call discussing this with one of my um, colleagues off air. We missed them right on half past 12. Um, but, of course, if you're listening on podcast or um, repeat or something, it probably doesn't quite work. But... <clears throat> Because Spirit of Radio lives on. Yay for Community Radio. Great article on a, a long-time presenter on Triple R who do great stuff as well. Um, quick news updates. Um, of course, the religious freedom debate goes on. Rodney Croom had a great chat with my colleague James from In Your Face on Friday on 3CR. So check out the In Your Face podcast and On Demand um, for this week, as well as lots of other great conversations in there. Um, did it? Um, to be honest, I it was one of those intuitive things. Um, played the homeless one and then you know what happened during in Melbourne this week with you know people pretending to be homeless to scam money is terrible on lots of levels but most of all for the people who genuinely need our support because they, and they are facing issues of homelessness and we all know um, anyone facing homelessness is just not good enough but we know of course in um, LGBTI communities or probably more LGBT-ish that um, people are disproportionately homeless, all other things being equal. So, yeah, those are the people who get disadvantaged. Um, Good, though, to see a couple of... um, Should be worth mentioning that Vincent Care um, recently opened a service um, that's right into the 2019 in that it doesn't, um, you know, sort of classify people by gender. It has a queer-friendly and gender-friendly accommodation. And it's all single sort of rooms, so you don't have to worry about bathrooms and toilets. Not that you ever should, because, of course, that's a fundamentalist Christian lie anyway. All right. Um, So, yeah, the religious freedoms debate looking a bit icky. Let's hope that um, people will um, make sure that we don't lose any of our hard-won rights. And let's see if the Labor Party is going to um, stick to some principles and not make LGBTI people worse off in any way. Their um, situation will be critical given the final outcome in the Senate. We can't really rely on most of the crossbenchers to do it um, right. Some are good, some are not so. All right, Um, let's have a listen, because we always can, to Paul Kelly while um, I get the wonderful Akash on the line to talk about a whole range of videos on trans and gender diverse and intersectionality in this Paul Kelly track from the Nature album, of last year um, just still blows me away even almost a year after its release bound to follow the aisling song featuring the one and only kate miller heidke 3cr 855 am 3cr digital 3cr.org.au 3cr on demand out of the pan with sally The dread of stranger by my bed The room was cold, I swear she'd entered with no tray Are you real, I said, or just somebody in my head She said, hush now, you must follow Next thing I recall, I'm walking by a silver lake I couldn't tell if I was dreaming or awake Just ahead of me No matter how I tried to gain on her I knew I was bound to follow I had to follow
3CR, 855am, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. Gosh, that's the sort of music that sends happy chills down my spine. Um, Paul Kelly from the Nature Album with the vocal work of Kate Miller-Heidke, um, who's, of course, just so um, happening. Well, it's been happening for a long time, but ultra-happening now, um, being at Eurovision and all that. Well, um, lots of intersections in a way there, and lots of intersections in some great videos um, that were made earlier this year and are now released, and on the line to talk about them, um, happily in regional Victoria today, is Akash. Akash, welcome to 3CR. Yeah, hi there, Sal. How are you doing there? I'm doing all right here in, well, it's, 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 a, it's a heat wave in Melbourne today, 18 degrees, not sure how it's going yeah. up there in regional Victoria for you and, and, and friends, yeah. Beautifully cold. Beautifully cold. I love it. I, lo- I love um, non-binary weather descriptions. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but it can be. We affirm all we affirm we affirm all weather conditions, and we always like to be um, clear cut about it all. And the pronouns you use, if any. Oh, she her. She her pronouns, and well, you had people of all genders and all backgrounds sit with you a few months ago now and record a series of videos about themselves and all the aspects of their intersectionality. I'll just throw it to you. Tell us, first of all, how, what was the um, sort of, um, was there a sort of seed that said, I've got to do this? Well, I've been doing um, music workshops for people with disabilities for uh, roughly 21 years in Melbourne. And the whole math behind that is to get people's stories out, is to help them with the skills that you've got. So to tell their story, um, be that part that they've got, a story, uh, a song, for an example, they've written, and they own it. They've actually got that, and they can share with people that one section, that bookmark in their life. So I, I started um, thinking, well, I want to do this with film. I want to start collecting people on the fringe, people who don't necessarily get a chance to tell their stories. Um, so I started off in, in Wyndham, Werribee and Hoppers, uh, a, a year and a half ago, with uh, some people who happened to be transgender, gender diverse and had autism. And we did 13 short films in summer. And some of the films are on controversial subjects like self-harm to what it is to be transgender, gender diverse, a whole lot there. 
So what happened is I felt like going, all right, let's bring this to another level um, uh, at the start of the year. Had Jim Wake to you, of course. And let's bring in disability, uh, especially disability in the queer community, because that's a, a new question going around is where, where in the hell are all the queer disabled people? About 13,000, 14,000 of them in Victoria. So uh, we set up this workshop to get people who define in the queer community and have a disability or history of mental illness and just talk about your story. And that's basically what the whole project of what I did, Generation, is actually all about, collecting people's stories so other people can actually figure out that profiling doesn't really work. It's so complicated. People's stories are so unique if you have time to listen to them. That's sort of the maths behind it all, I think. Fair enough. So, yeah, it is It is complex, and you've just got to sort of let people put it in their own words, I think, is the guy. You can't really script it or anything in that sense. Um, no. So the thought comes to mind then that um, who have you got telling their unique stories? It has to be the question. Well, it's, it's interesting. <clears throat> Besides the first group of workshops, which were mainly uh, the youngest person was 14, uh, and the oldest one would have been 20. This group was very different. Um, one person who I've got a lot of time for is Anastasia, who's mm. Joy FM. Uh, Anastasia talked about um, studying in Geelong and literally living out of out of dumpsters, the excessive poverty that um, she had to go through and all part of the transition she was going through as well. And all of us in the group, we just, all of us were crying because it um, she shared such a deep insight and all of the films that we did were showing how did you survive, what advice, what positives can you give to people who are going through a similar part of their life. And Anastasia was just amazing of, of what gave her strength, uh, you know, through the hard times and how can you survive now. Uh, that was I've got a lot of fun with Anastasia. There's two other people, uh, Jess and Ferris, um, who both, uh, Jess is, for example, in a wheelie with with her conditions, and Jess was taught. Jess and Ferris were both talking about um, people with disabilities and sexism here. Um, yep. Other things to deal with sex is not there uh, with the mental health system, with psychiatric uh, units and hospitals. Sex is never talked about. It is a it is a no no. And with disabilities, of course, sex is not there and it's not mentioned, not talked about. Uh, and they're sort of going, why? This is a, a part of us and a part of our lifestyles. Gender is one of our other questions upon that. Um, we're thinking of uh, a forced, similar to asexuality with people with disabilities and mental health, which was really interesting. The other one was Rom, Romany. Romany has actually been in... I've done a few videos, been working, filming with Rom um, for, gosh, about eight or nine years. <laughs> uh, Rom's gender diverse, um, them's a... And Rom was fantastic because they sort of totally talked about it's like you'd relate to this with uh, transgender Victoria. All of Rom's friends uh, are autistic, and they're all transgender, gender diverse. Yeah. And it's the massive amount of how many I think it's in in, in America. Uh, it was twenty percent of autistics have gender dysphoria. They did in a study a few years ago, and. Uh, there's nearly twice as many autistics that are queer than non-autistics in stats in America as well. And it's just the beautiful mix with transgender Victoria of a, a lot of transgender, gender diverse who happen to be also autistic. It's just this gorgeous, um, you know, myself being autistic, it's this gorgeous growth um, of, of intellectual knowledge and movement, uh, sharing it with people. I just love that. It's gorgeous. So Rom sharing about that. Another person I got a lot of lot of time for is Jake, who's Ballard Thorn Harbour. Uh, he has worked for the last year on with the government, and I've actually been in a group of studying um, and getting uh, like a paper and uh, a way to work with people in the disabled community, as in NDIS carers, workers about modding up a little bit on sexuality, on queer sexuality with people with disabilities and what you shouldn't do <laughs> um, yeah. in a very gentle way. Uh, and it's sort of, there's a lot of, including a, a new grant that I've noticed has come um, 
through as well of trying to now discover where is the queer community with disabilities? Are they closeted to such an extreme because of old-fashioned values and norms or a lack of education, or et cetera, et cetera? So Jake is talking about that and comes up with the statistics. So it's sort of like this... How I run workshops is that this is a one-day workshop that we did in Drummond Street with stacks of pizzas. And I... Same with how I've been doing disability workshops, I like the group to be the directors and for them to... Grow a, grow a part of trust with each other, even in such a short time. So they're directing, they're the ones asking questions. And I like to not have a scripted um, shoot. Um, so it's my job afterwards to spend weeks editing, but you can get parts there that you can't get with a script and you can't get with interview questions. And that's where you get the uniqueness through some of the videos I do when it gets really deep inside people to talk about things they didn't think they could talk about because there's that part of trust And there is the time that they can then think about and go into that part of depth with answers that they've never been able to really talk about and to ignore that the camera's there. And that's what I really love about these workshops because I'm not, I might be running the workshop, facilitating it, but everyone in the workshop who is going to be filmed or also directing. And that's what I love about it. And we're squashed in a little tiny, tiny room in Drummond Street. Tiny, tiny, tiny room. Oh, well, I don't know about ultra-tiny, but anyway. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, right, the filming was in the, the tiny room, but that's we another story. We were in the big room, we were in the tiny room and had lights and everything everywhere, so it was just gorgeous. So it was a real squash, it was a good environment, if it makes any sense. It was cosy and compact, <laughs> fair <laughs> enough. Cosy and compact. <laughs> yep. So um, the thing is, what next? I mean, we'll find out where you can find these videos for now, but um, the question is, what next? Um, you'd oh, like my God, to... I would just so like to talk to you about that later as well. Hello, Drummond Street. Uh, hi, Karen, are you listening? <laughs> my, next, my next thing here, what I'd honestly like to do is, is the same style of workshop, but I'd like to do it in Ballarat. Because I've moved from Melbourne to here. This place is just absolutely beautiful. It's, it's like a living... It's, it, it feeds on art. It breathes art. It's just huge. They have a, they have a festival here every weekend besides two. It's this crazy place. But the queer community here is for the first time gathering all these little tiny microgroups into one. And uh, I would love to film these guys, similar to the other workshop, and say, what is it about regional Victoria? What is the queer community here? Um, you know, what is the isolation? Where are you going? And it's got a lovely lady, Kirsten. Uh, Kirsten's sort of running the queer hub here. Yeah. And... Kirsten also has a disability and is a a fantastic representative. And she spoke a few weeks ago. um, I just love this idea. She said that there are three different phases of being queer. Number one is fear, staying in the house. Number two is the pride part of being involved in a group. And number three is the individuality, intersectionality, where you are you and part of being queer is one of the many facets that you are. Uh, um, You're also this, you're also that. And um, Commissioner Rowe was also talking about things such as this, is that it's not necessarily, yes, you make a point down the street, but you also got to, as a person, go and meet the councillors, the businesses, the representatives, part of everything in the community, to be part of community rather than, you know, it's like a new stage. Yeah. And I think a lot of the people I'm talking to here with the um, Follick Festival, which is the, the Ballarat Midsummer type of thing here, but which is for art, have gone to just be people, connecting with people yeah. and sharing that individuality. And I love that. It's just beautiful. I'd love to film it. There we go. Well, look, um, we'll put out the call. I mean, um, <clears throat> we will use the um, wireless network to um, network and say if people know of possible sources of funding wherever they're based, oh, um, Melbourne, please. Ballarat, or all points in between and around, um, to get in touch with me or how, what's the best way for people to get in touch with you directly um, might be a good well, way that my, you feel safe to give business, out some contacts. Either online, uh, either on Facebook, but my business name is called Acacia Card. Um, as a as in the Akashic Records. Yeah. So it's Akashic Art AU, but my my email is info at AkashicArtAU.com. Yep. Um, 
are you being for autistic? Funny enough, <laughs> <laughs> not a not well, not Australian. Well, fair enough. Why no, not? no, it's this weird little weird thing that autists put after their uh, on Facebook and emails and stuff like that. It's just a weird little thing we do. <laughs> well, it's, I, it's diverse. We like it. Absolutely, it's just you know after the plebiscite, I think that. This is the, the next stage of growth, um, which is really starting to be beautiful when the queer community is supporting transgender diverse community and we're sort of a little bit of bubbling up here, of, you know, sort of like uh, support feeding, which I think is slowly sort of happening here in the regional areas as well, which is really nice. Yeah, uh, I yeah. Th- people realise um, that it's, of course, um, we're discussing this earlier in the show, we're not at the end of the rainbow just because we got marriage oh. equality by a long way. Oh, no, 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 no. We've, no. Got, a, we've got, got a long way to go here. <laughs> well, that's right. Regional and rural vis-a-vis in a metro and, um, you know, sort of so much that needs to catch up and get onto the proverbial level playing field. If people yes. want to watch the videos, they are on YouTube. What's um, the quickest way to search for them? I, well, you can type in Acacia Cars. Yeah. Um, but I, or Generation, but that gets complicated. I think the best thing is to go to my, my webpage, which is acaciacartau.com. Yep. So the AU being autistic, it's all just one word, acaciacartau.com. And uh, it'll just be a lead directly to that webpage, directly to all these videos. I'm actually going to polish it up today, so it's pretty easy. Push that button. All right. <laughs> You'll be able to see them all. I think on the webpage. I will put the... Um webpage in the link to the podcast for um, today's show. I think that's going to be the way to get it through to you um, to the, and to our listeners and also pop it up under the um, post on today on Facebook, etc. and that sort of thing. So we'll spread that around. And yes, if people want to fund your further um, endeavours in the beautifully cold region of Victoria, um, uh, they're very, very welcome to do that. I would love to story stories. That's all I want. Heaps of people's stories. It's a deal. All right, and look, I've um, got to leave it there to start winding up the show okay, and making way for so. freedom of species. But thanks for having you on the show and regards oh, to all at your place. And, yeah, um, um, yeah stay in touch if um, there's more develop- more developments. Sound like a, Oh, there will be, definitely. All right, then. Thanks for the time, Akash. <laughs> Have a good no Sunday. Worries, Bye. Okay, see ya. Akash talking about um, a whole range of um, videos covering the intersectionality of diverse, trans and gender diverse people. Um, We'll wrap up the show, just a couple of messages and then some more music and um, be ready for Freedom of Species at 1, 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. Everybody get up. Hey everybody, get up and join me, Shirley Hood, on Mondays for Second Thoughts. We'll use the hour to rethink, reconsider and review our second thoughts on all those topics we don't discuss enough. With music and entertainment, I'll see you Mondays, 1 to 2 p.m. on your deadly radio station, 3CR, 855 a.m. Victoria's roadside drug testing program is not about road safety. In last year's governmental inquiry into drug law reform, it was noted that Victoria's RDT program is falling behind on latest evidence regarding impairment. Currently, Victoria Police can charge people for detection of either cannabis, amphetamines or MDMA. But those detections do not correlate with impairment. Impaired drivers should be removed from the roads and that's why we're urging an inquiry into Victoria's RDT scheme to ensure that the resources that are currently employed to make our roads safer are being properly used to make our roads safer. Help us refocus road safety onto what makes roads safe. Sign the e-petition parliament.vic.gov.au forward slash council forward slash petitions. And look for the Inquiry into Drug Driving Reform, Petition 117. A 3CR supporter. Deedle. All right, better wrap up the show very quickly. Things that are coming up during the week. Polyvic Discussion Group um, on Tuesday night, um, 7.30. The Trans Anxiety Group in at um, Carlton at 7 o'clock. Uh, Bent TV, uh, preceded by QTV on Friday nights. 
and Seahorse on Saturday. And then, of course, um, remember that um, trans and gender diverse celebration gathering um, Steps of Parliament House, 3 p.m. next Sunday. I'd better get out of here and make way for um, Freedom of Species. If you are listening live, that'll be from 1 until 2. Um, you've then got, um, of course, um, uh, Encyclopedia from 2 till 3, talking things to do with drugs, and then Queering the Air at 3, the afternoon lineup here on 3CR. Take it out today with, well, in my best Casey Kasem radio announcer voice, a long-distance dedication. No, seriously, I want to dedicate this track to someone who's shown immense guts and determination, and that's Mad Jack Dorr, who um, resumes his um, football career this week. I just think that's amazing. So I know I got canned once for playing John Farnham, but I've got to play this one. Don't you know it's Mad Jack? I think that's what it's called. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you next week. Where she comes from, nobody knows Now that you ask me I guess I like the way she wears her clothes The way she smiles at him My heart just swells, it grows and grows I think I'm telling you fairy tales I suppose, no, no Don't you know it's magic?
James Ryan, thank you, James. Cheers, mate, thank you. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.